Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast for bonus content. This podcast is devoted to topics related to starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. As many of you know, we are a business accelerator, so we have entrepreneurs in our office a couple times a year um, where we run a 16-week program and help them launch their businesses. And since this podcast is focused on investing and starting up in this space, we thought what better way to talk about some of these topics than by interviewing the entrepreneurs themselves. We hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Patrick Ray, and today I'm here with Jackson Rowland of Green Genomics. Jackson, nice to have you here. Yeah, great to be here, Patrick. Yeah, so Jackson is a member of the Fall 2018 Canopy Boulder Cohort, and right now we are in week three. Jackson's company, he's the CEO and founder of Green Genomics. So Jackson, can you tell us a little bit about Green Genomics? Yeah, so we... Um we do human DNA testing to help match individuals to the cannabis products that will best satisfy their needs. Okay. And, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So I, um, I was born in Memphis, Tennessee. I moved to Colorado when I was nine and grew up in Colorado Springs. Um, kind of been infused with the Colorado culture for a while, and I love it. Can't get enough of it. Um, I got a chemistry degree at the University of Colorado in Colorado Springs. Um, worked for a short period of time in a forensic toxicology lab and then started Green Genomics. Cool. So, you know, talk. let's let's go back to that moment when you uh, said, all right, I'm gonna do this, that sort of decision point for you. What were you thinking about? And, you know, what was the why that you yeah. started Green Genomics? Yeah, so, you know, I've, I've used I've used cannabis many times for many different reasons. The first few times I tried it, I did not have a good experience, you know. And it was funny because everyone I had talked to was like, "Yeah, you'll love it. It's fun. It's relaxing. It, you know, <laughs> you you get social and and you get energy." And for me, it was just kind of this, you know, I got stuck in my head and I was a little bit antisocial and I didn't know what to think about or how to interact with people. Um, and and as I tried different products over the years, I started to realize it was just a matter of finding what worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the problem was there wasn't any kind of central source of trustworthy information I could go to to learn about both myself and cannabis. I just had to try products until I found what worked. And it was, you know, trialing and expensive um, but I got there, and and so this this kind of just like built up in my mind over time, and and eventually I was like, okay, this needs to be solved. The cannabis industry is growing. This is a problem. This this kind of influx of misinformation. It's it's network affecting itself into like people's lives. It's you know causing problems. It's contributing to the stigma, and I felt like you know people need to step up and really kind of try to direct the science in a productive way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a highly experiential product, right? And the old ways that we go through trial and error with trying new products, uh, with this highly experiential product, it can really turn people off. And and that's not something that I think anybody wants to see happen. And 
you know, sort of that dumb way of just experimenting with new products, uh, you know, with modern technology and, uh, you know, uh, modern science. Uh, hopefully we can come up with a better way to engage people in the products that will work best for them, right? So, you know, let's get back to the product. So we've kind of glossed over it. Uh, what, what, how do people... How do people describe green genomics to you when they hear about what you're doing? Yeah, it's interesting. There's, there's, I've, I've given multiple versions of the pitch to people, so it really depends on how complex it is. Initially, it was just me rambling about scientific <laughs> nonsense that, that people, you know, they're like, just tell me what you do. And, yeah. and, and so, that, you know, now at this point, they're like, okay, I get it, but, um, but I want to know more. Tell me more about the science, you know? So um, it, it, it's, it's sort of like a 23andMe, it sort of is a, a service that leverages those type, the data that comes out of uh, genetic tests like 23andMe and Ancestry.com, right? And then you take that data and then you map it to products, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the... Um, the map, it's interesting. The map, the way the mapping process works is we analyze certain genetic variants. Those variants give us a lot of information about a person's biochemical makeup, um, specifically the endocannabinoid system. And we use that information to determine the ratio and amount of THC and CBD that'll best um, match a person's reason for using cannabis and their body. Cool. Cool. I mean, it seems like it's, it's like magic, right? But there's real science behind this. Yeah, yeah, very real science, um, and it's growing too. You know, the more um, data we collect, the stronger the product becomes, and the you know greater the efficacy. And it's funny because when people from the outside they look at it, they just see oh genetics to product, and mm -hmm. that's it. And there's just so much in between. You know, you could talk about it for days. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. And the science is evolving. I mean, science is evolution of knowledge, right? I mean, we're doing, you know, if there's one piece of research, someone publishes it, another researcher reads it, and maybe that informs their next study on the subject. So it's this constant evolution of knowledge, right? Absolutely. And it's self-consistent. It's always correcting itself mm -hmm. and evolving. That's what yeah. well said. Yeah. So uh, who does green genomics really serve? Who are the customers and, and why do they choose to uh, to use green genomics. Yeah, you know, um, there's, there's a couple different customers. One, one of the uh, first is people that just aren't very trustworthy of information. You know, mm -hmm. as we see the internet evolve, we see many different types of information circulate. Some, you know, reliable, some not. And I think the cannabis industry is struggling to provide reliable information, something that's credible. Um, so first and foremost, people that are seeking reliable information about both themselves and, and products. Another reason, uh, another another type of customer is those who are avoiding pharmaceuticals. We've seen just people are starting to divert from pharmaceuticals to more like herbal and Eastern medicine techniques, um, not only to you know save money, but but maybe also because they don't have health insurance. Mm -hmm. um, and because of the way the health insurance and, and you know medical insurance works in our our country. We need this. That there need to be alternatives for people that can't obtain uh, health insurance, especially because the government isn't exactly doing an optimal job of providing this to to everyone. And you know, it's 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 something that a any person deserves. Um, so so we think that, uh, that this is an excellent way to help connect people to things that will 
that will provide uh, a means to to make them more comfortable in their daily lives. So uh, that's great. You know, certainly the need is significant, and the industry and the demand for the products is there. So. Uh, you know, I think that's one of the reasons why we loved what you were doing is it solved a real problem and it was a, it was a solution, it was an evolved solution to the existing market standard, which is what you can find on Google, right? So, um, so do you have any progress or traction you want to speak to? And if so, what are you doing with that now that you have it? Yeah, yeah. So today is actually one of our, one of the most exciting days we've had, um, our DNA collection kits are going up on the first dispensary shelf. All right. This afternoon, we are extremely excited about this, um, and so is the retailer. Um, so that's I, I think that's you know um, the kind of the first and most important. It's a, piece of it's a good milestone. I mean, so so what are you going to do now? Like, take us into your process. You've got the kits in the stores. How are you going to service and support what's uh, what's going on with no, both the retailers and the customers? Yeah, so and this is obviously two part. Um, we're gonna we're gonna provide a certain degree of education, maybe through webinars for the actual um, bud tenders or the people working in the retailers, mm -hmm. so that they understand the product and they can talk to customers about it in, in a way that that um, is representative of. Mm -hmm. The scientific basis mm -hmm. of the product. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of the customers, um, logistically, the way it works is the customer purchases the DNA collection kit from the retailer, mm -hmm. and they take it home. It is a cheek swab. They then uh, just put the kit in the mail. There's a prepaid mail label, and mm -hmm. send it back to us, and um, and we analyze it, and that's. Um, that's essentially it on, on their end. They receive the report anywhere from one to, to three weeks after that. Um, and then, you know, the report includes a comprehensive analysis of the genes that were analyzed and how um, that provides a basis for how the person might respond to certain um, THC and CBD ratios. Cool. So, you know, why do you think at a high level, why do you think this is a compelling business? You know, you you know, you're, we're we're out pitching folks, partners, retailers, customers, investors. You know, why do you what what what's that core? Yeah, you know, there's kind of a three part to this. Um, I, I think the first is is more you know of, of the obvious one, and that's the market, um, both the cannabis and the consumer genetics market. They are just booming. Mm -hmm. um, they kind of speak for themselves. The, the second is a little more subtle, and that's the timing. You know, we think the timing of of this product is couldn't be better. It's not too late to enter the cannabis industry because the cannabis industry has still, um, what most people would say, not experienced its highest degree of growth. And it's not, and it, in terms of how early it is, it's perfect for for R and D and science because um, you know we're just kind of on the cusp of of research into cannabis and genetics. So, so the timing is just absolutely phenomenal. And the third is that we're currently building a team. We've got several mentors and an advisor, um, and um, we'll begin uh, bringing on more integral roles soon. But with a team that we're building, will be absolutely unstoppable. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. So, you know, speaking to that, you know, we're always looking to uh, find folks who can contribute to a team like this. How could they get in touch with you, uh, people who are listening to the podcast who might want to learn more about what you're doing and possibly uh, join on the team? Yeah, so the best way to get in touch with us, there's a couple different ways. Um, the first one is to just find me on LinkedIn. 
Jackson Roland is my full name. Um, and, you know, it says CEO of Green Genomics on the LinkedIn account. Um, it shouldn't be hard to search for. And your last name spelled R-O-W-L-A-N-D. That's right. That's a key one. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So the W, a lot of people leave that out. Mm -hmm. um, and another way is, is our website. Mm -hmm. So www.greengenomics.com. And genomics is spelled with an X, not a C-S. That's important. Okay. If you just search Green Genomics on Google, you'll be able to find it. That's okay. the first result. Cool. So you are in, we're wrapping up week three of the Canopy Boulder program. How are you feeling? Good, good. You know, there... Any highlights from yeah, the first yeah, three weeks? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's, you know, a lot of deep breaths every day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an incredible experience. Yeah, I think the biggest highlight for me is, is looking at how all of the teams have changed over the, even just the past three weeks, you know, you, they're completely different um, at this point. W where they were, you know, day one, week one, and where they're now, where they're now at Friday of, of week three. It's funny that the startups, we, we all go in and, and we're very confident in ourselves <laughs> and the product. And the, the more you learn at Canopy, the more you realize you're kind of a, a train with one wheel off the track. <laughs> it's it's funny, and 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 Canopy kind of they they it's it's funny they they pick you up and put you back on the track and strap a rocket booster to you <laughs> and and you just and you just keep moving and that's it and it's it's great. Yeah, and so for the listeners, uh, you know, week one is orientation and that's sort of just everybody figuring out what uh you know what's going on here and we do a launch party and we do a mentor madness we bring a bunch of mentors we do a ton of orientation sessions that first week week two and week three are focused on brand and marketing and you know uh you know with uh, green genomics really this is like a you know there's two big parts of it it's it's science and it's marketing but you know we've been talking about throwing out that term marketing and inserting uh, the term growth hacking. Uh, you know, what have you been thinking about? Uh, what do you think about some of the growth hacking discussions that we've been having? Yeah, it's interesting. Everyone kind of has their own take on growth hacking, but ultimately it just comes down to simple analysis. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's the best way to describe it. It's not a complex process. It just requires dedication and analyzing results. You know, mm -hmm. you just have to iterate on what you're doing and how you're doing it. As long as you're collecting data on the way on the efficacy of your marketing tactics, whether it's a, a kind of an A and B type process of, of ad display or, you know, whatever it might be and moving in the direction that indicates that, you know, that the data indicates is, is optimal. We'll, 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 we'll get you there. Just cool. rely on the data. You really yeah. don't need to do much work yourself. It's all data driven. It's yeah. And, and, you know, full disclosure, you're a scientist so, you know, growth hacking, it's been our experience, uh, scientists and engineers, they love growth hacking, right? Because it's a series of small experiments where they're getting real data and then they can make adjustments and try something else. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you to, uh, to sort of build out that growth hacking plan and budget. Okay, so let's talk really quickly. Let's do lightning round. Let's talk about your journey. So how did you find out about Canopy Boulder? 
Um, I had a buddy who encouraged me to look into accelerators, and I knew I wanted to start the company in Colorado, so I looked for accelerators in Colorado, mm-hmm. and um, I looked in Boulder, and I, I probably I came across several accelerators, but I mm-hmm. came across Canopy, and I just knew that this was the one, and it was the only one I applied to. And so you reached out, and I said, come on up, and we we went on a walking meeting, right? We did, yeah. It was a very <laughs> active meeting. I, I it, it was interesting. that the, the meeting was phenomenal. I I learned more in that meeting about you know the industry and business in general than I've learned in you know in the last twenty years, <laughs> and it was like an hour long meeting. It was really impressive. Yeah, well, it was a beautiful day. It was nice to get outside, yeah, right? It was. So, um, how did you make the decision to come into Canopy Boulder and launch Green Genomics? Like, what was your process? How you know? How'd yeah, you, how'd you come yeah, to that? It choice? was two parts. So, so for starters, um, I love Colorado. So, so the weather and that kind of the, the scenery and the setting is just, I think, fosters a very positive mood, um, especially when you're doing a startup and you know th- there are like some often like trialing times. I think having an environment that's sunny and happy and there are places you can go and be alone is really important. Um, and the, the, the science and tech scene is really booming. Um, mm-hmm. You just, you're not going to, it's interesting. People, you know, they always look at Silicon Valley and say this is kind of the, the tech mecca of the world. And, and to, you know, to many degrees it is. But I think Boulder is vastly overlooked in, in terms of the, the tech and science scene here. You know, the university is, is not far, um, far down the road from Canopy. It's really kind of a beating heart of Boulder. But but if you insert yourself into the community that is the tech and science scene, you're positioning yourself on a springboard to success. Um, and I think we noticed that and um, kind of the this combined with with just the setting of Boulder was enough to motivate us to start, to start here. Those were like the two main things. Cool. And yeah, I mean, early on you said, hey, I want you know, interest people doing science around cannabis and genomics and, you know, with CU right up the street. I mean, we were able to make a couple introductions, uh, people working there, and then also a couple of people that are sort of deep science people into the cannabis industry as well. So again, I, I totally agree. It's a great environment. It's nice to get outside on a sunny day and clear your head, but um, good community. So uh, talk, take me to like where you were before you discovered and applied for Canopy Boulder. I mean, what were you dealing with uh, at that time? Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's funny. I kind of had, you know, what a lot of startup founders have, and that is a like maniacal sense of dedication mm-hmm. for what they wanted to do, with almost no direction. <laughs> that that is kind of like just the classic. Um, in my mind, startup founder, you know, especially your first startup um, mentality. And so it's like, it's like moving as fast as you can in, in a direction that, in, that of which you're not sure is it the right direction mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of, that was, that was where mm-hmm. we were at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not uncommon. I think we've had a number of teams and, you know, very successful teams now, like Front Range Biosciences and BDS Analytics and Work. Uh, you know, who came to the program for partially for just the structure and the feedback to move and iterate things forward with the people on their team as well as the concept. So, you know, I think you can go anywhere and get structure, but it's it's hard to probably go 
uh, I think, you know, in the cannabis industry, Canopy Boulder, I feel like it, I'm non-biased. I feel like it's a good place to get the structure and the feedback really rapidly so you can do quick iterations and really uh, feel like you're making progress. So, um, so tell me, uh, what, what is different about the Canopy Boulder program and how does this uh, appeal to you? What, what, what are you really trying to get out of the program? Yes, yeah, so, so, so several things. Obviously, guidance and direction is, is you know, one of the bigger ones. Um, the other one is community. Having mm-hmm. a community is extremely important um, for a vast number of reasons. Um, having people that, that you can be around that have the same ambitions as you and experience the same problems with you really fosters just an extraordinarily productive environment to serve mm-hmm. business. And Canopy provides that to the highest degree. Mm-hmm. Um, another that I think is really important um, that I you know, appreciate about Canopy is is two-part. They're, they're constantly feeding you information, whether you want it or not. <laughs> um, and, you know, obviously you need to work through it and dissect it. But at the same time, they still you're still the decision maker at the end of the day. Never yeah. at any point do they say you need you, you have to do this. You, this is the decision you have to make. You know, never at any point is that the way they provide guidance and direction. It, it's it's very much a like founder driven um, accelerator in the sense that they are are a platform for you more than actually just you know taking the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we say it. We're not, we're not the interim CEO. You're always going to be the CEO. We're just here to help. Um, and you know, if we do anything uh, from you know helping the founders' uh, standpoint, it I hope it is to help them understand how they should look at problems and decisions and work through them. And at the same time, we're always here to give feedback, right? So I, you know, Jackson knows I'm on the phone a lot in my office um, and I'm on often with alumni companies who are working through a problem and they need a sounding board somebody they know we've spent a lot of time together and uh, you know that's that's a you know part of our responsibility and honestly it's a it's a gift to have uh, our teams come back to us I think it it uh, it makes us feel like we can still contribute down the road all right so what's up next for green genomics what's the big vision yeah um, reach the people that need to be reached um, and do that as, as quickly and effectively as possible. That is kind of the priority right now yeah. um, in, in terms of the product. You know, like I said before, the goal is to help connect people to the right products and that, that will be the goal forever. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're, you know, we're working on doing every day and as quickly as possible. That's kind of the you know, day-to-day tasks. In terms of the big vision, it, it's we we want to propel science into a direction that that is the the, the effect such that the effect it has on people and the, the positive impact is more obvious you mm-hmm. know a lot of the time science has been kind of just one of those things that's wheeled out in times of war mm-hmm. but I, I think people overlook the the impact that science has had on Culture, you know, uh, medicine, for instance, is 100% based on science. Um, things like this, and and recognize that this can help them. A- anyone can use science and look at science and understand it. It's not so such an esoteric thing that you have to go and get a degree, especially with the resources that are available today. 
And um, we want to kind of merge, you know, that sensation of science with the you know, knowledge of cannabis and help people understand what's really going on, how these things can really help people. We think this, this type of transparency is also something that will encourage the government to take another look into it and, and really like recognize the, the very obvious benefits it, it has. Cool. So um, thank you. Um, what I wanted to leave the listeners with is a, a kind of call to action. So um, if uh, the listeners want to learn more about green genomics or want to get in touch with Jackson, you know, go to greengenomics.com. That's www.greengenomics.com. Uh, you know, there's a special offer on the website. And uh, I think uh, any listener who wants to go check that out should, if they're curious, they want to learn more, uh, please do. So thank you, Jackson. This has been super helpful and uh, hopefully for our listeners. And, um, you know, maybe we'll report back near the end of the program and see where we're at then. It's exciting to hear. Yeah, I'd, I'd love for anyone to, to reach out, um, talk to me on the phone, email me. You know, I'd love to hear your story, your experience. Awesome. Thank you. Bye.